Hello guys, welcome back to Andrea's podcast. And today I have a special guest for you guys. And uh, I'm very, very excited to share Allison Ryan with you. Allison is a self-love junkie and uh, she's a beautiful soul. Uh, Allison is a life coach and uh, she empowers women as they navigate the fullness of their lives. And uh, she's mission is beautiful, guys. She helps women to reclaim their self-worth and the truth about who they truly are. Isn't that amazing? And uh, they ha- she helps them to live a life of deep peace, endless joy, and deep love for themselves and for others. So this interview will change your life and uh, will inspire you in so many beautiful ways to really start taking care of yourself, your self-care, to reclaim your true self. So I hope you enjoyed this interview as much as I did it. And uh, if you like and it resonates with you, please, please leave us as a review and uh, a comment on iTunes and share this episode with your friends and family. So let's dive in. Hello, guys. Welcome back to Andrea's podcast. And today I have a very special guest, my good friend, Allison Ryan. And uh, I'm just very excited to have you here today, Allison. Thank you so much for taking your time and uh, to share your, you know, your gifts with all of us. Well, thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here and connect in this way with you. It's just a real honor and a joy. Thank you. This is my, seriously, this is my honor. And I know we're going to have so much fun with this conversation. So. What you, why you don't introduce yourself to our listeners? Sure. I'll give a little intro. So um, as you said, I'm Allison Ryan, and I reside just west of Minneapolis in Minnetonka. And I have a family here. I have a husband of almost 13 years, I guess. And then we have two little girls. They are six, recently six, and then three. So, um, and then we have a little dog, a little corgi, who we rescued several years ago. She's so sweet. And we moved here back to Minnesota. We actually lived here previously, but we moved back to this area from Des Moines, Iowa, about three years ago, actually. And uh, we wanted to move back for the public school system. So Mm -hmm. that is why we're back in Minnesota, and we love it. It's just a beautiful, beautiful place to be. Lots going on. Yeah, I've never been in Minnesota. I know it's cold. Yes, it can get cold. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Probably I will go and visit during like a summertime. Yeah, it's great. About the winter. Spring, summer, (laughs) fall is beautiful. But, you know, there's so much fun to be had in wintertime. Uh Uh-huh. There's just endless, endless activities. So. Yeah. So, and um, 
why don't you share with us a little bit what you do and the work you do with the, the women that are seeking for more in their lives? Yeah, sure. So I, um, I wanted to create a business empowering women as they navigate the fullness of their lives and even more specifically to empower women to really live a life that is connected to their heart's desire and to drop the shoulds and uh, let go of the expectations that they've placed on themselves or that others have placed on them and to, to really love themselves first so that they can receive the love that's being offered and to create a life that they are, feel joyful about and excited about. And so um, I launched my business just back in January of this mm -hmm. last year and it has evolved and it has grown and it has shifted and changed and that's all exciting and really fun. Um, and, you know, I have some offerings out there where I do empower women one-on-one -on -one, yeah. uh, through daily connection. Mm -hmm. And then I also have a couple of group programs and I'm working towards some events um, that are happening this fall and into the winter time. So, yeah. yeah. I was so blessed to just be part of one of your programs. So the Voxer Love. So why don't you share with us a little bit what is Voxer Love? Yeah. So Voxer Love um, is a really unique and intimate opportunity to connect with women on a daily basis. And Voxer is a really fun app. It's free. It's mm -hmm. a walkie-talkie app, kind of like a, it can be text messaging, it can be voice messaging, but it's just a fun way to connect with people on a daily basis. And it also provides um, intimacy and safety in sharing what's going on in your life, um, mm -hmm. how you're feeling, what you're thinking about, maybe some struggles that you're experiencing or ways that you can ask for support and, mm -hmm. and just to share and know that there's someone on the other side with me mm -hmm. listening and um, validating and just being that sounding board for whatever you're going through. And it was a true joy. It was just such a pleasure, Andrea, to support you in that way. And I think that one of the things I loved most about working with you in that space is that it was very um, interactive. Uh -huh. um, it, 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 Voxer Love really can develop into anything that the customer client needs, you know? Mm -hmm. So um, it's very tailored to individual uh, needs that a woman has and it it just felt like so much fun to do and I continue to offer it and yeah it's a great great offer it is it is it was a great experience for me just to wake in like I wake up in the morning have a a beautiful message from you and a quick reminder you know that support that sometimes we completely forget ourselves you know it's like you, it was a, a, for me, it was like a daily reminder, give, give yourself some love today, you know, like honor yourself today. How can I honor myself? And uh, your messages were like um, very own, like what I needed. And then not only that, but besides having the private message, we had the group. Mm -hmm. as well and in the group you were more like you know um 
sharing some quotes and sharing some poems and sharing some um, other inspirational like uh, message that uh, we all could just kind of a uh, hey this is where I'm going now going through this is what I'm going through right now and uh, that was just amazing to me mm. it's like connecting with other women that I I knew and some new connected with new people as well you know, in that group. So for me, it was just a, an amazing experience. And I highly recommend to everybody just to invest in themselves for the next 30 days <laughs> and use some of your, you know, your support in that way. But here's, I am curious to hear a little bit about your story and uh, why you decide to actually start helping women to embracing themselves that way and uh to put themselves first because you were a mom right you have two little kids and uh, it's very i'm i believe it's very overwhelmed because i don't have kids i only have pets but sometimes my pets take over can take over my my life as well and uh, you ended up forgetting yourself how how you managed all this and still being a mom and, uh, you know, start to like, uh, you know what, I need to embrace myself. And, uh, and, and, and then you decide to make this as a business. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Thanks so much for asking. Um, I, I knew that when my, well, let's start from the beginning. I, uh, when I had my daughter, my first daughter, Samantha, she's six now. And she, so that was six years ago when she was born and I decided to stay home with her. And I had always um, thought that I would want to be a stay-at-home mom. And, you know, my mom was a stay-at-home mom. Um, I knew a lot of stay-at-home moms growing up. And I had this very idyllic idea, a uh, representation of stay-at-home moms. And, you know, it was, it was very enjoyable to be home with her. And then I had my second daughter, Juliet, who is three, she'll be four in November. And um, after I had her, I experienced pretty intense and severe postpartum depression and anxiety. It was fall and we were going into winter and it was completely overwhelming. And just, um, I wasn't anticipating to feel as overwhelmed as I did. And I didn't have, and I didn't ask for help. I had the help. I just didn't ask for the help. Mm -hmm. I was a real martyr for a lot of that time. And, um, and then eventually uh, I, I came out of that experience a little bit, that depression and anxiety. Mm -hmm. But then we moved. We moved <laughs> when my daughters were, let's see, like three and nine months. And we moved to this new house, this new neighborhood. And even though we had lived in Minnesota before, we were starting totally new. We were, it had been 10 years since we'd lived here. So, you know, friends, relationships, all of those changed. Yes. We were in a totally new area uh -huh. and we were starting over and having two little kids and starting over with your community is mm -hmm. extremely challenging because you just don't have that support system. Yeah. yeah. And so the first, I would say two years 
were very intense for me. And I was still home with them full time. My first daughter was, you know, three and then she turned four and she was doing a little bit of preschool. But what I didn't realize is that I was really sacrificing myself at the altar of motherhood, believing that it was expected of me, believing it was what I needed to do in order to be, you know, like a good mom. It was what they needed from me to be, um, you know, to thrive as children. Mm-hmm. But it, it's so funny how that happens because it was really the opposite that was happening. As I sacrificed myself more and more, mm-hmm. and as I, you know, I was taking very, very little care of myself. Yes. Um, maybe I was getting out for a walk by myself once a day. Meanwhile, you know, I have like breastfeeding children and like kids climbing on me and like making meals and cleaning the house and running errands. And I mean, when I think back to that time, um, I think, wow, how did I even make it? And honestly, um, Andrea, I ended up slipping back into that depression and anxiety Mm. because I wasn't taking good care of myself. And, um, and then it, really culminated in multiple episodes of rage for me Mm. in front of my children and also in front of my husband. And really, uh, I guess like the, the rock bottom for me and not everybody needs to hit a rock bottom. Right. Mm -hmm. But the rock bottom for me was when I was breaking my own dishes in the sink because Mm -hmm. I was just, you know, my soul was just crying out. Right. Mm. Like my way of saying, I cannot do this anymore. And so I was, um, you know, I was getting some support through acupuncture and massage. Mm -hmm. And by that point I was trying to do my best to take care of myself, but Mm -hmm. it wasn't enough. And I ultimately chose to seek medication Mm. and that really helped. (laughs) It was life changing for me. And it was something I really avoided for a long time, thinking that only weak people take medication, thinking I can just do this all the natural route. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's, that's a pretty long story, but the bottom line is that as women, we believe, I, I feel that there's this belief that if we could just take care of everybody else yes. and love everybody else more, mm-hmm. then we'll eventually feel that love coming back to us. Mm-hmm but it's so not true. We have to take care of ourselves first. We have to love ourselves first and like a lot of love. (laughs) Yeah, I completely agree. Thank you so much for sharing your story because I think that uh, not a, you know, like I mentioned to you, I am not a mom, but uh, I think that even the listeners who does not have kids can relate with what you are saying. You know, and uh, especially because we, yes, I think you are, I, I, I have to agree with you and the fact that we have this belief that we need to do more for others. We need to keep, uh, do more and then the more you do, the better you are. So the more reward you're going to get from others. But again, if you don't love yourself and if you don't honor yourself in your open to that love that you are receiving. So it doesn't matter. And that's when we start getting into that confusion of life, right? So what am I doing 
quote unquote wrong. Yeah. Yes. Why am I not happy? Yeah. But the answer is it's within us, but we are just not a willing yet to open the heart for ourselves, but we are willing to give to others. It's so amazing how you decide to actually ask for the help that you need. It because it takes a lot of courage. And I, I will tell you I will, that I... I feel very like uh, proud of you for taking that step of like, you know, I need actually help from the Western medicine. Mm-hmm. I really need it. I had a point as well where I hit my rock bottom and uh, I had to take some antidepressants. That's the only thing that could help me at the moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that is, you know, it's okay. Yeah. And I think um, how I look at it is it's um, an intermediary. You know, my, I was under stress, like intense stress for so many years, you know, have, having children and then moving and then you know, reacclimating to a new area and parenting and really, really not enjoying that experience, like when I'm really, really honest. And so, you know, multiple weeks and months and years of stress really wreaked havoc, havoc on my system. And I feel mm-hmm. like I am much more balanced. And medication was never something that I thought I would continue to take for years and years and years. You know, it was like an in-between step to get me back to like a baseline place Mm -hmm. because I was suffering and I was suffering intensely. Mm -hmm. And it was not only just, you know, suffering because I wasn't happy in, in, in what I was choosing to do with my time, which was really to be a full-time mom. It was also that I was being triggered by my past when I was parenting my daughters. Mm -hmm. So like things that they would do ways that they would interact with each other, Um, you know, screaming, crying, um, and me just not getting enough sleep. Like it was multiple reasons why I was not, I was suffering Mm -hmm. and I needed to get my place myself back to a, like a baseline, Mm -hmm. which I definitely did. And that was almost a year ago. And Mm -hmm. so what that allowed me to do was to heal, you know, to really heal on top of that. And if I had not given myself the permission Mm -hmm. to ask for help, and to say, you know what, I'm worth it, mm-hmm. and this is going to help. And if it doesn't help, I'm going to try something else. Mm-hmm. I'm not really sure where I would be at this point. But mm-hmm. like you said, regardless of if, if it's children, you know, and maybe you're forcing yourself to be a stay-at-home mom like I was because I thought it was what was best for my kids. Or mm-hmm. maybe it's a job that you're in, right? And like you're forcing yourself to stay in a job because you don't think there's any other choice. Well, there mm-hmm. is a choice. Yes. And you have the choice. Yes. And that's something that I've been talking about a lot lately is that as women, I think we fall into the trap of, of believing that we do not have a choice, mm-hmm. but we do. You know, it takes, like you said, it takes courage and it takes strength and, and trust, like trusting yourself, yeah. right? Trusting that your voice mm-hmm. is the voice that you need to be listening to, not the voice that's external, right? Like 
your family, your friends, your coworkers, your boss, like, no, your voice comes first. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. And yeah, I'm so curious about to see how you, uh, for the past year, so which tools you thought it, you think that were the most uh, helpful to you as you start seeing that it's like, wait a minute, I think it has more here for me than just a stay home mom and it has more for me, you know, in this world that I can do for myself. Yeah. Well, I've always known that I um, was meant for more. Mm -hmm. And so um, even when I had my children, I had planned on staying home with them until they went into school and then to do my own thing or to go back to work. And I love the flexibility of having my own business so that I can spend time with them during the summers when they're not in school. Mm -hmm. um, so some of the tools that I started to implement um, faithfully and regularly, and I guess religiously, is um, I did enroll both of them in full-time, um, like preschool, I guess, um, Montessori school. And if I didn't feel comfortable with them there as much time as they are, I wouldn't do that. You know, it's just the most beautiful place for them to be and they are thriving. So they are, they do that during the week. Mm -hmm. So that gives me the space and the time to take care of myself. And that includes taking walks in the woods every day because nature for me is such a healing place. Mm -hmm. That's really where my healing journey journey began is taking time alone in the woods. Um, you know, every morning I get up an hour before my family and I make time to meditate and to say affirmations and to journal and to read. And that is my time alone. Mm -hmm. um, I sleep like regularly a lot, mm -hmm. you know, eight to nine hours a night as much as I can. I eat as, as healthy as whole foods as I can. Mm -hmm. um, I move my body, dancing, walking, um, running when I can. Uh, what else? I do get regular massages every month. I gave myself that gift and I also, I, I continue to get acupuncture and mm -hmm. I am doing a little bit of healing, like Reiki healing touch therapy right now. Again, just for deeper healing at like the cellular level. Yes. And I feel like in order to be the, the woman that I desire to be and to lead other women through a similar experience, I have to take like exceptionally good care of myself. And mm -hmm. I know that you can really relate to this. Yes. Um, yes. And that like when I'm operating at my like top, top level, mm -hmm. then I can create and share a business that feels really aligned with who I am, mm -hmm. you know, and that takes focus. It takes intention. It does. Yeah. Intention, focus. Um, and uh, the willingness to keep doing the work. So for the moms out there who are like, for the new moms out there, they're, you know, they're right now they're struggling. They don't know even where they can start or even like they don't have the financial support to do everything you are doing because I think it's just amazing. But for some people, it's not as feasible. So what would you suggest them to start with? 
as far as like having a, you know, like a, or a newborn, or maybe it's just they have their, you know, little ones at home, they are staying home moms, but they're feeling very overwhelmed. Um, what do you would say to that woman? You know, how can I, and she's asking herself right now, how can I take care of myself for a second? Yeah. Just for a second. Yeah. Um, you know, I think the first step is to take radical personal responsibility for your life Mm. and to really ask yourself, is this fulfilling to me, Mm. especially for stay at home moms? And if it's not Mm. find childcare that you trust and Mm. you feel really, really good about, even if it takes time to do that and give yourself that gift. Because what I realized is that by keeping my girls home with me and forcing myself into a situation that I was not enjoying, Mm. I was treating them. I was not the parent who I desired to be Mm. right. Respectful, loving, kind, leaving the shame out of my parenting. Mm -hmm. You know, it like them seeing me rage and get so angry that wasn't serving them. Mm -hmm. And so I think again, it takes radical personal responsibility. And then I think it also takes being hyper aware of your thoughts and your choices. Mm. So I totally understand that it's not possible for every mother Mm -hmm. to invest in themselves in the way that I am. Mm -hmm. But I will also say that it is more of a priority for me to take Mm. care of myself Mm. than it is for me to have a beautiful home right now. Mm -hmm. Like I, you know, this is not my dream home. There are parts of it that need to be updated. We're Mm -hmm. driving cars that are, you know, fine and they work, but they're, you know, like it's more important for me to get a monthly massage Mm -hmm. than it is to get, have a house cleaner right now. I don't have a house cleaner. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think it's really being super honest with yourself and also asking for what it is that you need and standing up for yourself because Mm -hmm. no one else can stand up for you. No one else can read your mind. No one else is going to say, you know what, honey, I'm going to take the kids tonight and you go ahead and have a massage. Mm-hmm. It's, it's pretty rare for that to help happen within a partnership, within a heterosexual, sexual, mm-hmm. marriage, you know, and, but you can say, honey, I need to get out of the house tonight. And I need you to do the dinner and I need you to do the bedtime and I'll be back for, you know, breastfeeding the baby to sleep or whatever. But like for two hours tonight or every night of this week, I need to leave the house. Mm -hmm. It's whatever it takes truly. And I think we can get creative about how we create space and time for, for women. Mm, That's so beautiful. You touch on the point where I think that, uh, you said something is so important and uh, I shared this with my clients as well. You know, you have to take radical responsibility for your own choices for your own life. And this as hardish that sounds because can hurt, right? Um, It's so empowering because when you really recognize that, oh my gosh, I can make this choice myself, for myself. Now it's time for me to face the fear and share this choice 
and a good conversation with my partner mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. in a way that he will understand where I am come from, you know, um, because I think that not everybody has a good relationship with their partners. Maybe they never raised their voice before. And now, you know, after listening to different podcasting and uh, they are, these women are doing some, you know, healing work or self, self-development. And uh, one day they come to their, their husbands and say, hey, this is what I'm doing. And they're like, well, you didn't tell me anything before. So it's kind of a, I think it's like, it's about that communication as well, right? Um, Asking Mm -hmm. for help slowly and say, hey, I'm really, really need your your support in here. I'm feeling very, very overwhelmed here. You know, I thought I could do this by myself, but I know you have your full-time job, but I need your support. Because being a stay-at-home mom is more than a full-time job is much more than that. You are 24 seven. Yeah. On the clock. Yeah. And I think, you know, in my own experience with my husband, he does work a full-time job. And shortly after my second daughter was born, he actually changed jobs and that created stress because it was unpredictable. Mm. You know, like you don't know how much time you can take off or like if they're flexible, if you have to leave early because of your family and all of those things. Mm -hmm. But I, for years, and I still do this sometimes, but for years I would put his work before my own needs. Mm. I would think, you know, well, I can't ask him to come home early today because he's working. Yeah. Right? Or I can't ask him to, because there were days where I literally, I woke up and I thought, I don't know how I'm going to make it through today. I just don't know how. I don't know. And I, and I don't have anybody to help me. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't feel like I could ask him to stay home. And slowly I have chipped away at that belief. Mm. You know, slowly I have worked toward putting myself on an equal playing field with him. Mm-hmm. And yes, he goes and works a job. Yeah, my work in being with my daughters is equally, if not more important, because I'm raising (laughs) humans, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not a second class citizen. Yes. I mean, like, just because I'm a stay at home mom doesn't mean that I don't have needs, Mm -hmm. or that I can't ask for what I desire, or that what what I need is not important. I mean, it's, Mm -hmm. it, it really, like, gets me fired up, because I don't know. And I think also we've done this to ourselves as women in some ways because we haven't been vocal about what our needs are, about how intense and hard it can be sometimes, Mm -hmm. about how draining and exhausting it can be, Mm -hmm. you know, but if we don't talk about it, if we don't say what it is we need, then Mm -hmm. nobody knows. And then we just suffer in silence. So, yeah. Do you believe that it's something that we inherit from our ancestors or our parents and grandparents and uh, it's so on? I believe it is. I think that, you know, what is it, epigenetics or, um, you know, it's like encoded in our genes in some way, shape or form that especially in my lineage of on both sides, my mom and my dad, the women were very uh, self-sacrificing. They were martyrs, right? It was 
they were growing up in a time when men went to work and women stayed home and took care mm. of the home and the family and everything. And they didn't complain about it. Mm. And they didn't ask for more. Mm. At least that was my experience growing up. And so, um, you know, even the notion of like knowing there's more for me out there, it is, it's just a little bit scary sometimes because mm. it's like, what? I can ask for more. Yes. <laughs> right? Yes. 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 Yeah. I, yes. I can see, I, I can see it. And that's why I can see how your, your programs can support that, those women. Yeah. You know, because I can see that they, they can come to the safe place where they can share their own struggles and through your coaching and your experience and the experience of their, you know, like their peers as well, they can start seeing that they have other options. And just the fact that you have a place where you can actually just share your thoughts and your your emotions and you can see that other people are going through the same. You're not alone in this journey. That's like, it's not a just me. And it has other women out there really struggling with the same issues. I am struggling regardless if you have a, a kid or not, because I don't have, but I also have the same feelings. Mm -hmm. It's just, it's just in another level you know it's not as stressful as having a kid or two or three or you know mm-hmm. and even if you have the support from your husband which is very fortunate to have but you still feel alone mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. they don't understand where you come from mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and i think you know with all the support in the world right? Like my husband is extremely supportive and was always willing to do anything as long as I asked. Mm-hmm. And that wasn't his stipulation. It was just like, I can't help you if you don't know, if I don't know what you need. Yes. But um, even then, you know, even with all the support in the world, we still have to be the ones to take the bull by the horns and say, you know, I've done my research or I've thought about this a lot and I want to try this. You know, I want to go away for a whole weekend once a month or, you know, every morning in the morning, I want you to leave for work later so that you can do breakfast and I can go for a walk in the morning. Mm. You know, but it's like um, we expect that other people have the answers for us, but they don't. We are the only ones who have the answers right within mm-hmm. us. Yes. We just need to get quiet and listen to them and act on them mm-hmm. and believe that we're worthy, mm-hmm. that we're worthy of that kind of self-love and self-respect mm-hmm. from ourselves and from other people. And, mm-hmm. and other people aren't going to respect us if we can't respect ourselves, you know? Mm-hmm. Yep. So, yeah. It's, it's, this is very like empowering, seriously. Um, just the fact that you can help so many those women who are suffering right now. 
you know, who are struggling and they need that support. They need someone to tell them, no, you're going to be okay. You can have those conversations with your husband. You can ask. And if they say no, it's fine. But if you don't ask, you never know. And uh, another thing too is like the other side, like you just mentioned, your husband, my husband too, he always tells me, if you don't tell me what are you wanting, I don't, I don't know. Like, how can I, I cannot read your mind. Mm -hmm. You can give me signs, but it doesn't mean anything. Those signs could be anything, mm -hmm. you know, but if you just speak out loud, what do you want it? Where you want to go? What do you want to do? And uh, give me some time and then I can adjust my own schedule and I can prepare just like, you know, and it's much easier. Mm -hmm. So I would love to just kind of um, ask you, what is your, your purpose at this moment of your life? I think my purpose is really to live according to my own desires mm -hmm. and to share that experience mm -hmm. with other people mm -hmm. as a, a sort of, um, you know, beacon of light or uh, a leader, mm -hmm. a leader in self-love and self-worth. Mm -hmm. And that's where I feel like I can offer value from my own experience right now. Yeah. But, you know, I feel like our purpose changes as we go deeper, right? Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. it's just really, it's really fascinating how that can change. Yeah. And that's why I ask at this moment right. <laughs> of your life. <laughs> because I know it's going to evolve. As we evolve, we're just like, okay, I think I, I want to do this. You know, I want to expand. Our life is only expand when you are surrounding yourself with like-minded people who are supporting you. Um, so I, I, you know, we're about to wrap up on our conversation and I have some fire uh, questions that I would love to ask you. Okay. Um, so what are you grateful for right now in your life? Um, I'm grateful for this beautiful weather. Mm. It's gorgeous outside right now. I'm so grateful for my health and the health of my family. Super, super healthy girls and husband. I'm so grateful for my husband's work, mm -hmm. you know, which allows us the freedom to do things as a family that are super fun and to live a really comfortable life, mm -hmm. not extravagant but comfortable. Um, I'm really grateful for my daily commitment to myself mm. for taking the time to get quiet, to listen in, to just really nourish myself. Mm -hmm. And I'm grateful for all the miracles that show up on a daily basis. And I feel like once I started noticing the miracles, big and small, they just started like coming one after another, after another. And so I find the more I can be in gratitude and be in appreciation, the more it comes, right? What we focus on grows. Mm -hmm. And that mindset 
of gratitude and appreciation has has been so healing and has done so much. Mm-hmm. There's a lot. There's a, so much to be grateful for. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love it. Mm-hmm. Um, what books has changed your life? Or mm-hmm. let's put it this way. What are your favorite books or what you're reading right now? Yeah. I've done a lot of reading these last several years. Um, the one of the books that comes to mind is by Leonard Jacobson, and I believe it's called um, "The Power of Now." Mm. Not it; it's something like that. Oh, the Power of Now, I believe, is. Is that Eckhart Tolle? Yes. Okay, then it's something about being in the now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can't remember what it's exactly the title is, but. Um, it we is put on the show notes. Yeah. It's that same concept of being in the present moment mm-hmm. that God, that God resides in the present moment mm-hmm. and God being universe, spirit, soul, you know, whatever that means to you. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was a profoundly affecting book for me. Um, I just finished reading several books by Debbie Ford and especially her work around the shadow Hmm. And it's like she can, it's, it's just like she's speaking right to my heart. And I, I feel like I've started reading her at just the exact right time because it's everything that I, I'm kind of up leveling, right. In the amount, like my, my mindset and my focus. And um, so she has several books, uh, the light side, the, the dark side of the light chasers, I believe is one of the ones I just finished, but there are several really good ones by her. Um, and then right now I'm reading something by Annie Grace and it is called the naked mind. I believe that's the title of it. And it's about, um, alcohol, mm. drinking alcohol. Mm. And it is so far really fascinating. Mm-hmm. So, Interesting. Yeah. Um, what are you excited about right now? Um, I'm excited about all of the connections that I've made with women all around the United States. Um, certainly the relationships that we've built over these last seven, eight months since we joined that mastermind experience that we were both in. Yeah. Um, so connections are really exciting for me because you just never know where it's going to lead. Collaborations, you know, mm-hmm. events, any, anything is possible. And, um, if you can leave a message to our listeners, what would that be? Mm. To love yourself more. Mm. And it can be as simple as listening to the desires that come up for you. Maybe it's as simple as, you know, your, your body's asking for a glass of water and giving your body that glass of water and honoring it. And maybe it's, you know, receiving an invitation to go out for happy hour after a long day. And maybe you decide, you know what, that doesn't sound very good to me right now. I just want to go home and take a nap and honoring that, that part of you. Yeah. So just in very small and simple ways, loving yourself more. That's beautiful. 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 So, um, I know you are, doing a retreat 
-hmm. in September. Do you want to share with us a little bit before we we wrap up? Yeah. So I am um, connecting with two other women Mm -hmm. who are also in our mastermind experience. And um, it is Christina Santiago is hosting the retreat in Florida Mm -hmm in St. Petersburg, and I will be speaking, and another woman will be speaking as well, mm-hmm. and that's September 21st and 22nd, and okay. we can certainly put a link in the show notes yeah. for where people can check that out, but it's called Soul Charge, and it really is about nourishing yourself, um, connecting with other women, and just, you know, learning, uh, absorbing, having fun, mm-hmm. and just, it's just a fabulous girls weekend, and yeah, it's going to be amazing. So. That's so awesome. I'm so excited for you guys. Um, and uh, where can we find you? Yeah. So I have a website. It's alisonjaneryan.com, A-L-I-S-O-N. And then I'm also on Instagram. I am Allison Ryan. And on Facebook, Allison Jane Ryan. So I, you can connect with me in any of those places. Oh, that was great. Thank you so much for your time today, Allison. I, I really, really appreciate you and I'm so grateful for you and uh, for your light. Oh, thank you, Andrea. I feel the same way. I just love you so much and I'm really, really grateful for your friendship and for your light and for you stepping into your power and your truth and your joy. Thank you. Well, Thank you so much for listening to us today, guys. And uh, don't forget to check the show notes for more information about the retreat and how to find Allison. And uh, we will see you next week. All righty. Bye-bye.